Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 165. We made it. We made it with uh, an accessory. If you yeah. are watching this on YouTube, you can see I got a big old tub of candy. Well, and if you're not, I'll give you a little ASMR yeah, right here. He, he just if you heard noise. that, if you heard that noise, all that rattling around is a uh, that was not problems with the microphone. Nathan, Nathan knows how much I love acronyms, so he used ASMR. Yeah. There you go. You like that one? No. I don't, oh. like, I don't like any of that stuff. So, sorry. So, we're eating candy uh, that was left over from the Easter egg hunt. And um, I don't know what this of, one is. Lots Cherry of fruity head. stuff. Yeah. Well, this is, so we separated Those are them. sour, Nathan. Those are. Real sour. The cherry heads are sour? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm ready to go. This Enjoy so, that. We separated out on uh, sun, Sunday. This is filming before mm. Easter the egg Easter hunt, egg, even. Easter eggs are all packed. Mm -hmm. And I was with a group of people who was doing that, so we separated them out with the kind of fruity, the non-chocolate stuff and the chocolate, because we're going to put the chocolate stuff out at the very last second. So it so melt. So the sun is not shining on it, Good because job. at this point... We're praying there, there, there is sunshine on Sunday. Oh, lots of sunshine. Yes. Lots Please of sunshine. Please continue to pray for that. Yes. Well, well not you guys. You're not praying retroactively that hey, somehow. There is no time with our prayers. There you go. That's right. Uh, uh, that's right. Okay. I'm still praying about World War II. So, uh, so I'll let you know when it changes. I'll let you know when that changes. Those of you who are watching this in 2026, we're catching up. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're on episode 400 or That's something. Right. I know. One, hi, I'm Ed. I'm not on the most recent episodes anymore. No. <laughs> I don't want to call producer Sawyer a wimp, but I don't, I don't think these are that sour, my friend. Maybe oh, I got a dud. Maybe I, I got a dud. Are you assuming you're the first person to call Sawyer Well? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. My first person today? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I just don't want to confirm it. Okay. I don't want to be a second or All right. So, Easter is this coming Sunday. Jason, trying to get us back on track. I'm, I'm all at my job. Because <laughs> we got a serious question to, to tackle. Do it. You ready? We want people to come on Easter, though. I think we that do. was your point. That we was want my point. Whatever year you might come. <laughs> Come on, so here we go. Um, this is a question that I've been waiting to to ask because I I, I, I wish we could have gotten to it sooner because I feel like it was kind of an urgent question. Uh oh. But we go in order. So no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> no, I actually I got to it as soon as I could. Um person has a very serious question. I'm Finish chewing my candy. <laughs> about to say, we maybe should have waited for a not serious episode for me to be licking a lollipop hey. the whole time that we're hey. having this conversation. It happens when it happens. That's right. Um, so let me ask the question, and then we'll get into it. Here it is. How should I handle a friend who has lost someone that we don't think believed in or followed Jesus? What if the friend also isn't sure what they believe? What would you say to comfort them and point them to Jesus? Would you say something different if the friend was a believer, but you feared they had lost someone who wasn't? All right. So we've all been in situations where we've had to comfort people. Yes. Oh, I say we, the three of us. Yes. Where we have all had to comfort people who have lost someone they loved and cared about that we did not know personally. Yes, that's right. And I think for me, us, maybe collectively, that makes a difference. Yep. I mean, mm -hmm. right? 
Well, what I, uh, I yeah. maybe not to exactly what I would say, but certainly the felt experience of yeah, the person. That's right. And the hope that the, you know because I I'm, I'm a this is an assumption I'm making, but I think it's a fair assumption to make of the person asking the question. Mm-hmm. There is a difference when a believer death to a believer is different than death to a non-believer in that death for us there is hope on the other side. It's that's not right. the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is really. A doorway into a different kind of life, and so I'm the assumption I'm making is that you believe that, and so you have a friend who, and this is where I was confused: is the friend also not a believer? I couldn't tell that from the well, the ending they of the said question. They aren't sure. They, you know, they said, "What if the friend isn't sure what they believe either?" Okay, so both the friend who lost someone and the person they lost mm-hmm. is not a believer. So yeah, okay. they aren't sure what they believe, and would our answer change if the person who was asking the question believed or didn't believe? Well, and yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, here's my thing about when you try to when you want to comfort someone who has lost someone, that the focus in that moment is not on trying to give them answers and tell them mm-hmm. what you think has happened or not mm-hmm. happened. It, that really, I find in those moments, is really irrelevant. What the person really needs in that moment is presence right. and love and care and uh, empathy. And I don't think the discussion of whether their loved one is in heaven or hell is an appropriate discussion to have Well, at yeah. that point. The, the times that I have had, which I guess, again, all of us, only because I'm older, it's probably happened more to me that I've had discussions with people, one, that I don't know I don't know the person we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I also have had many where I don't even know the person I'm talking to exceptionally well because mm-hmm. you're doing funerals of people that you sort of know. Yep. You don't really know their life or where they are with the Lord, and you don't know the person who passed away very much at all. Early on, I got really good advice that the best things to say are to always focus on comfort for the person in the moment because any teaching you try to do is really, when they're in that much emotion, it's not going to be exceptionally helpful. Sure. What they need is comfort. So my answer would be to the last part of would it change what I would do if I knew that the person was a Christian or I knew the person I was talking to was a Christian Probably not very much because the focus should be on providing comfort for them over the loss that they suffered. Mm-hmm. And then if their persistence in wanting to talk about it, I would try to talk to them about it a week or two afterwards, not in the moment of the loss, but somewhere yeah. afterwards. If they're really pers- persistent in wanting mm-hmm. to have this conversation, yes, I would try to have it. Because I think it's true, and I find this to be true, that even the believers that I attend funerals with, to say to make that the thing that I lead with, right? You know, let's talk about where your loved one is. Um, you know, even with a Christian, that that in that moment, that that's not what they are as concerned about as the the life that they're about to embark on without this person. Right. Especially right. if it's somebody real close, like a spouse. You know, I, yes, we have hope, and yes, it is a it is what we cling to ultimately. But if if you've especially if you've lived with someone for a long, long time and you've built a life with this person, your life is completely blown up and completely changed. 
And for me to then just say, well, you're going to see him again. That doesn't really help. You know, well, I get that, but I've got probably, you know, a lot of years in between that that I've got to now cope with. Right. Right. And they need to know everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I'm here. We got you. You know, we're going to figure this out. We're going to support you and love you through this. You know, all those things I think are way more reassuring in that moment. Not that the hope isn't there, but that is what really matters when you're feeling that loss. Well, and it, it comes back to, to me even, and I get the nature of the person asking. The yeah, person is trying to help, mm -hmm. yeah. but the, and I don't want to, I'm trying to think of really hard how to say this right. The idea that knowing what a person believed is going to, and me trying to then correct some beliefs about the person who's still living as being the primary way that I help them build a relationship with Jesus is really not the way I understand following Jesus. Mm -hmm. If you understand what I'm saying, that mm -hmm. there's going to be some answer I'm going to give them that then they're going to trigger their mind and go, oh, they did think that, so they're okay. Yeah. Well, neither one of us can do anything about what's happened with the person that's dead. Yeah. yeah. So focusing on some belief that will trigger and give them some comfort about that person, I could probably come up with something that would convince them, mm -hmm. whether it's true or not. Mm -hmm. There's no way to know that yeah. because I don't know the person and neither one of us have any influence on it. Yeah. And the best influence I have on the person right now is in providing them comfort and supporting them. And that's not going to be in an answer I give. It's going to be by demonstration of the life of Jesus in me who is with them, like you said, who supports them, mm -hmm. who loves them, who doesn't go away just after I give them an answer to their question. Mm -hmm. They don't need an answer to their question as much as yeah. they need love, support mm -hmm. to make it through the tough times that are coming. And so I think I would say, you know, the, the, the question I asked, how do I answer it? If this person is asking me, and I think that's the first part, if they're asking mm -hmm. me, if they're not that's asking me, yeah. um, and I would say that with probably most things when it comes to with, with either grief or just difficult circumstances people are in, I think too often we think what people need is our opinion or our idea or our advice. And you may even have really good advice. Uh, but often, as Jason's already said, it's presence, it's all these kind of things. And so I would try and wait until a person has kind of asked me, hey, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. Until they've invited yes. me into it. So let's say someone does come and say, mm -hmm. hey, you follow God, right? You're a, you're a Christian. Do you think my loved one is, is in heaven, is with God? The answer I give, and I give this even a lot, and I've, I've had funerals even that I've been a part of, because most of my experience has not been with older people, it's been with younger people, because I did youth ministry for so long. And even in those situations, I've been able to say, you know, I don't know, because that's not my decision, but here is what I do know. And this is how I think you point it back to Jesus. I know God is more loving and gracious than any of us can imagine. Yep. And I know he will make the most loving and gracious decision that he can for, you know, your loved one. And that's where I put my hope. Is I put my hope that God that I, God will surprise me with how generous and gracious and loving He is, and what I can know on the other side of that too on my part is even God's decision to let a person go, a person who has rejected God. I think sometimes we think well, and I've heard people say this: well, a loving and gracious God would never do that. If my desire is for this person to be with God, how much more is his desire as being loving and gracious? Therefore, his desire to let them go must also be more loving and gracious 
than I can imagine. So the answer is intellectually honest of, I do believe God is gonna make the most loving and gracious, generous decision he can. Uh, but to the person, for them to know, to point them back to Jesus, hey, in this grieving moment, God is here with you now, he loves you, he's present with you, and he is just as he is present with this person who has just passed, he is gonna be present with you. And I don't know about the, you know, the decisions he will make, which I think I don't know is an That's appropriate a answer. answer. I just, yeah. I don't know, because who can know the mind of God? Yeah, I do my best whenever asked to do my best to not make, uh, do not express opinions about the eternal destination of people. Right. Because I, I don't know. In you, the end, it, it's not about what I think or what I know. Even with people that I know their profession, yeah. Mm -hmm. when someone asks me that, even about people I know pretty well, what I tend to talk about is what I do about their life. Yes, mm -hmm. and I go, you know, all indications I have from this, 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 this is this is a person that loves Jesus as much as I do. Mm -hmm. You know, and and God is a loving, gracious, caring kind of God. I I think what people, and I think often with people who really wonder about their or, I mean, the honest truth is, when it comes to a funeral and people are asking me the question my experience has been, they're not really wondering if their family member followed Jesus. Mm -hmm. They're pretty clear yeah. they didn't follow mm -hmm. Jesus. Uh, that's when it's really necessary to say to them. What they're not wanting to hear you say is, well, you know, <laughs> we yeah. all know what they thought. Yeah. You, yeah. They, you don't, that's not helpful to anybody. Mm -mm. It's certainly not helpful to the person that's left alive. I do try to say, what is the truth? Those aren't my decisions nor your decisions. That's between them and God. And God is a, like Nate, yeah. I'm sorry, said yeah. it. Mm -hmm. He is a really good, righteous, loving judge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a great point to, to make, what you guys are saying is in those moments, it we, we certainly don't need to stand in a place of God to try and defend mm -hmm. him. We just represent who we know him to be. And leave it at that. Yeah. And I'll say, and this this will move from the question, but maybe not too much. I would just really caution all of us who are followers of Jesus that in moments of sorrow and death, where people have questions, I mean, there's some. I guess it's inevitable, but no matter what the death is. But generally, when you have a 90 year old who's been suffering for a while, and they finally get the relief of death, mm -hmm. is what I call it. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, and they're released from their from the struggle. Most people are okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're, but when it's a situation where everybody's asking, even if you think the person was a Christian, like you just said, us coming in with doctrinal statements about mm -hmm. what we know about the afterlife, yeah, they aren't helpful. Yeah. They just aren't helpful to people. They they may reassure you in being able to say it to yourself, but just mm -hmm. say it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's an important point you make is you need to check your motives and make right. sure because I think a lot of us, and I'm not saying this is a cut on anybody, but we walk into situations like that. And if we feel like we're that, that God is on trial or something right. through this, we sometimes jump ahead and we feel like we got to defend him. And, and that says more about us it is. Yes. than it does about what's going on. Just relax, talk yeah. to yourself, say what you need to say. Mm -hmm. But the most caring, loving thing you can do with anybody, which if they are a Christian, 
They don't need all the doctrinal stuff. They have all of that. Mm -hmm. And they don't really need being reassured in that moment. You will know down the road if their faith is getting a little shaky and you need to prop it up and support Mm -hmm. them along the way. If they're a non-Christian, your doctrinal stuff is really, really out of place at that point. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think all three of us, it's one of the things I have loved about my time in ministry that most of the funerals I would go to when I was younger, everybody was trying to get somebody saved at the funeral. Mm. Almost every Those message, the worst. Almost mm. every message somebody was Those talking about somebody's mm. eternal destiny and how you could change it, what you needed to do yeah. with J- Jesus. It's it just it it doesn't feel like it's it just doesn't feel ever felt like the right time. Mm-mm. It switched and now to me to me it's almost the opposite stream of we go to every funeral and everybody's good with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even yeah. Even though a lot of people are like I don't know who they're talking about. Yeah. You yeah. know I just think it's really important for us not to err on the side of speaking for God mm-hmm. and. We just try to be loving, supported, and kind of, when I talk about people that I know really well at funerals, it's because I'm talking about what I know about them. And That's I say, right. Yep. Uh, one of the things I love to say now is I say, this is what I believe, and I know they believed it because they told me, mm-hmm. or I know this about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means between them and God, but I know they believed that. Exactly. So I hope that's helpful uh, for you that uh, sent in that question. Um if we can be of any more help, reach out to us. There's a link in the description where you can uh, ask more questions or just mm-hmm. reach out, uh, get a message to us. Just go up, go up there and do that as well. Um, so, all right. Um, that's it for this week. Kind of a shorter one this Was week. Was it? I think we're to the point. Um, next week may even be, be shorter. Someone has a question about the relationship between Jesus and John the Baptist. They were cousins. They were, but we'll get into that <laughs> okay. more it's clearly next week. <laughs> that was and really short, Jason. It was, and uh, I, we will have more candy next week. Hey, the same. the same thing. <laughs> the same candy. My sucker has lasted this entire time because I did not want to crunch it Good during the middle you. of that Thanks. very important answer. I had, so. You can go ahead now. That's all right. Okay. And, and give us another acronym. What, ASMR? <laughs> Does that bother you? All right. I don't. I don't actually know what fully what the what the four letters are. I don't either. So. That's like something the sensory with acronyms. People say them. We'll look it up and we'll tell you next week. <laughs> Have a great one, guys. See you then. Bye.